Hey everybody, uh, here's your host Dominic Mack here with another segment, another episode, Entrepreneur Diaries, a journey, a love story. Yeah, I kind of messed that up, but anyway, you know, same thing, you know what I mean. Um, today I'll be doing an interview uh, with a good friend of mine and uh, um, former, not former, but a uh, fellow Navy sailor. I don't know why I say former, he's still in the military. Um, his name's Corey Wright. Uh, hey. Hell yeah, you hear him in the background. Uh, he's a crypto technician um, here in the Navy, and he also serves as a SAR swimmer as well. Uh, one of his collateral duties, many collateral duties, as I found out the day that he has. Um, he's a family man. He's big on family. Um, just had a new uh, son. Was son turned like one years old. Yeah, one. Uh, one and a half years old. One half, one half years old son. About to turn two almost, man. Sunday to see him. Anyway. Um, Got off my little soapbox. Anyway, um, he also he's doing an auto audio book um, series as well in the near future. Uh, it's going to be for his son, um, basically uh, based on motivation, uh, mental toughness, um, teaching people to like you know go and do it instead of just sitting around and talking about it, be about it. And he want to do this for his son because he believes that you know doing this now and uh, recording this audio book and his son listening in the near future. That he would instill something now, well, not only for his son, but for other people as well. Other, you know, fathers um, that want to, you know, that needs help, you know, guiding their son in the right direction. He want to be able to provide value and give that, you know, give that extra push, um, that guide, be that guide to uh, instill mental toughness in other people as well. So um, after my music selection, um, I hope you like. You know, Michael Jackson, I love Michael Jackson to death. Um, and one of my songs, PYT, Pretty Pretty Young Thing, um, off his th- famous Thriller album. Famous Thriller album, I swear, I fucking love that shit. Um, well, after that song, um, Next Voices You Hear is me and Corey Wright. Um, and today's topic, I forgot to say, today's topic is going to be on mental toughness. So stay tuned. Hope you like the selection. And after this... After the music selection, you'll be hearing us discussing. Oh, um, disclaimer, we are sipping on some uh, what, scotch and coke? Or whiskey and coke? Well, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. We're sipping on some whiskey and coke, so we're trying to, you know, chill out and everything. You know, it's a, we having a lot of, you know, boys get together right now. So, you know, along with this podcast interview, so. Just a disclaimer, it's letting you know. So if you hear some slurring and stuff like that, we're not right minds, it's just trying to it's coming out slow. You know, we think it fast, it's just coming out slow. Alright. Alright, man, we here today. Uh you know, with Corey right here, man, sipping on some whiskey and some coke. You know, I don't know if anybody else did this on the podcast, but you know, it's just, you know, something to relax us right now. We doing this podcast, you know, the boys night, you know, just chilling and everything. Um the topic like we said, we're talking about the intro with mental toughness. And Corey's a, to me to me is a great person to talk about this subject. I feel like he really has a lot of knowledge with this, especially for entrepreneurs that are kind of they, they don't have the mindset fixed, like, they don't have that fixed mindset to where, you know, when the negative comes at them, it keeps on coming, it keeps on coming. You have to have that, like you said, that toughness. You have to have a callous brain 
like what David Goggins said, I heard in the one interview, like you have to have feel calluses on your brain to take all the bullshit and the negativity and stuff. So um, it was like Corey, man, like what, like what, what be, what's your definition of mental toughness, like in your own words? Well, uh, mental toughness to me is it's basically just getting through the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Um, you have. You have people who are doers, and then people who are not. You have your lazy people, and to me, laziness is a disease. It's it is like you get you get too comfortable, you uh, begin to a uh, routine, and you just stay with it. And honestly, like I've, I'm not gonna lie, I myself have gone to, especially coming off of deployment, doing all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I've definitely gotten to a routine, which. I'm kicking back out of, but it's like anything else, an addiction for that part. It's being comfortable is an addiction. But mental toughness to me is basically knowing knowing that you have a uh, a set goal, right? And there's all these distractions. You have you have different things going on through your life, and I understand that most people always have different things that pop up, but you push through to things. So the same thing as, you know, fucking, I'm a, I'm a nerd. So the same thing as Yoda, you know, you know, you don't, you don't try, you do. Yeah, bro. Like when I said this man loves Star Wars, he loves Star Wars. Bro. <laughs> he loves fucking Joe. Yeah. Like faithfully, bro. But yeah, continue. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fucking nerd. I don't care. But, uh, yeah, you, you, you do. And mental toughness is, there's no, there's no in between you, you, you either, you make the yes or no, um, option to that like you you choose one or the other either you're gonna fucking be a person who's gonna just get it done or you're gonna be a fucking quitter two different things i mean obviously every failure is a learning opportunity which everybody needs to know that because just because you fail something doesn't mean you're not be able to get back up and stand do it again it's only it's only a learning opportunity but you also have that chance to sit there and after you fail if you do get back up know what you did and you always have to sit there and reflect on everything you do if you fail you, you get down everybody gets down you know you get back up reflect and uh basically just turn that around to sit there and uh work for you you don't you don't want to sit there and stay down you want to sit there and be like all right i fucked up on here let me let me let me rewind and uh basically try something different i know this didn't work this will but and the mental aspects of that, you do it. At the end of the day, you do it. You you are the only person that can hold you back. And that's something that you need to sit there and tell yourself anytime you're going into a a meeting or um, let's say you're going to do a speech, something that you don't have to do with any physical activity, something that you're doing with a mental activity. You are the only person who can hold you back. No one else. Your your center, basically your your control is either an internal or external thing. That's how I feel like it. It's internal or external. You either let other people to their influence you or you influence yourself. You motivate yourself. And if you don't motivate yourself in a positive manner, sit there, positive self-talk or anything like that, that any, any of that nature, you know, you're basically just kind of working against yourself. And that's not going to help anybody. It's not going to help yourself. It's not going to help anybody down the line. If you're using other things to motivate you, money, uh, like a promotion or 
anything like that. You should sit there and do it because you want to do it. Like, hey, I want to better myself. I know these skills or what I'm doing right now are going to better benefit me later on in life. That's what you want. So, I know that's a long definition for mental yeah, toughness, but definition, but, you know. for me, that's how I look at it. It's like, hey, I'm the only person holding me back. If I'm going to get do something, I'm going to do it now. And I'm not going to let anything else get in my way. Mental toughness is perseverance. That's what it is. That's all it is. Perseverance. You know something sucks? Fuck it. Do it anyways. My whole deployment motto, what I taught most of the new guys, which, you know, not people are going to be, uh, people are sensitive nowadays, so I can fucking, you know, go with it, but mine is suck it the fuck up. That's my motto for the last deployment I went on to. Because a lot of people came up there like, oh my God, I have to do this, I do that. And I was like, hey, new thing that uh, the kids are saying nowadays. I'm like, oh yeah, what's that? Suck it the fuck up. And they're like, all right, fuck it, they do it. And you know what? They got the shit done. Because they knew at the end of the day, that's what their response is going to be. Obviously, I'm not going into their needs and everything. Honestly, like, you know, there's people out there since like, you have to sit there and go to their needs and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's different from when their stuff has to be get done. You're not on, on a warship for no reason, right? You're on there to sit there and get your job, do your job and get shit done, right? Yep. Suck the fuck up. Do what you got to do. At the end of the day, rest of the time that you're not on watch or you're sitting there working, it's your time. Do whatever the fuck you want. But at the time you're working, suck the fuck up. Okay. And that's a that's a big thing because a lot of people, especially as it, well, entrepreneurs, they, like for example, like e-commerce businesses, right? So yeah. they want to do something based on what they feel and what they love. Yeah. And sometimes, like, it's not all about you, mm-hmm. you know. Um. And I think that's a big part of like, being mental mentally tough because you have to accept the fact that it's not all about you. Mm-hmm. Like you have to sit there and cope. Like you, like one of your, I think one of your notes you, you read to me. Matter of fact, was the 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 child only worries. I'm not calling word for word, but the child worries about himself, only what he cares about. Yep. But the warrior cares about others. Yes. Uh, what they, you know, not what they think, but just care about the value and just providing value for others. Mm-hmm. And when you start an e-commerce business and stuff like that, I feel like. In the first goal run, you need to start. You need to find the value. You need to find that trend. You need to find out what other people like, so you be able to grow, and then you can go in the long run and do what you want to do. Yeah. Like you said, suck it the fuck up, do what you need to do here, and then later on, then that, then you can do what you want to do, and you never know whatever you're doing now, and you you take the L for like four or five years, for example, like a job that you that you know for a fact you don't like doing or something, and you know it's your main source of income to provide for your other side business. So suck it up. Do take that L for four or five years. Then once you take that time and you then the time that you have, focus on the business that you have on the side. So later on, when the five years are up, I didn't make this much income. I didn't put that much income into the side business that I was doing, something I really love. Just because I, t- I took the L, the result is now I can leave the L, quit the j- day job, and focus full time on my side hustle. Something I really love to do, and I feel like that's an, uh, that's a big thing. You need to suck up what your values are. Sometimes, sometimes you have to you have to sacrifice what you love for others. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So and I, and, I, and I say I, that's one thing I believe meant to, that's a part of many other you know um, moving parts of being being mentally tough. Uh, 
So like, how did you, for example, okay, my, another question would be, how did you feel or did you have any times where your mental toughness, you had to like rebuild it? Like I was, I was saying in the beginning, like you had to build calluses on your yeah. brain. You know, David, Gog- David Goggins, if you if you heard of him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, man, it's crazy. And many of his interviews, he was saying that when he went through bullshit, like he said, he was sucking it up and he's going through the bullshit, he had to build that callus because of so much negativity. People of course. are so natural to negativity than positivity. It's so hard to push positive shit out here. And my thing of it is, like, have you went through a time where you've been like that, where you... Like you didn't have the mental toughness to do a certain thing. Did it was did you have those days? Did you have those days when it w- was down and you had to rebuild it up? And if so, if you had those days, how did you like sustain yourself and get back up and like say, you know what, fuck that. No, I'm not gonna think this way. I'm gonna just build myself up and go and do what I need to do. Like, did you like did you even have those days? Of course I did. Yeah, I mean, everybody has those days. So it's it's a big thing. Like it's. You go through those days all the time, like either you do or you don't, and you either you could brush it off or you just go on and about your day and like, all right, whatever, I don't care. Or you can actually sit there and do something about it. And uh, I've had a lot of those times while I've been in the Navy where, uh, where I get to that point, especially on deployment or just on a regular work day where you're in port. Um, basically, I just, I kind of like, I take myself out of the picture and I try to think of uh, the bigger picture. I'm not trying to say that myself is not important, but the bigger picture, what needs to get done is the main thing. It's not about my needs. It's about what gets pushed down to me. And uh, there's a lot of times where like, you know what? That's a lot of shit. Like I I have a lot of, um, in in um, in the Navy, they call it collaterals for people who are not in the Navy or in the military at all. Where basically you have your main job and a bunch of other um, minor jobs that you're associated with. Basically stuff that pulls you away from your mind, your major job, which is mine is like a uh, anti-terrorism or combat system stuff. Like basically if something happens in the in my work center, fire breaks out or anything like that, maybe those type of situations, um, I have to react to it. And there's training teams for it. I, I get pulled off for this. I get pulled off for that. Um, I am a star swimmer myself, um, a search and rescue swimmer, um, which I get pulled away for that, those type of works. And then I'm also a CFL, which, um, if anybody fails, uh, a PT test, um, a physical training test or anything like that, I, um, take time out of the morning to go and, um, train them or, and there's other aspects to it, but, um, there's a lot of things that pull away, pull me away from the, that actual job. But when I think about it, like I said before, like I'm the only person holding me back. If I sit there and do any of these jobs, I make sure I do it at hundred percent. Or if not, I try my best to get there to where at least, you know what? I feel good about what I did that day. The amount of work I put in to sit there and help the other people. And it's not just about yourself. It's about other people. I'm not sitting there trying to work on myself. I'm trying to help out the command for that point. And if you're not trying to, if you're not in the Navy, you're trying to sit there and help out whoever you're working out with. Um, it doesn't matter if it's with your job. Maybe you're sitting there just working out. You have a partner there or anything else that has to do with you actually doing something other than 
just yourself. That's to do worry about yourself. So I put I put I try to put a hundred percent in whatever I do. I do. I try. And then uh, at the end of the day, like if I feel like I did not try hard enough, I I do I do I sit there and I put in even more the next day. Like it's it sounds it sounds corny. I understand. It's like I'll reflect on everything that I do the day I the day after. Like I I spend a little time like yoga meditation like it's people kind of like them like yo that, that sounds kind of like you know and don't get me wrong it, people are gonna think it was derogatory terms like you know it sounds gay like like I, I don't want to do that shit I do that every now and then like I sit there and take out my time on my day I have a little bit of time on the day after everything else taking care of kid and everything else to actually get this done like I sit there and make sure I do my box breathing that I've I've been taught before and everything else to kind of like regulate everything and then sit there and kind of do a little bit of meditation where I can sit there and actually be like, all right, let me reflect. Let me reflect on everything I've, I've done today and actually, you know, see if it really impacted myself or the people around me. I'll go out of my way to change that if I need to. If, it, if something comes out and like I'm sitting there thinking about it, I'm like, hey, I can do this better. I can be better. There's something I'm sitting there doing and I feel like, you know what, it was an off day. You know, everybody has off days in school. But at the end of the day, I want to sit there and reflect and sit there and be like, all right, that needs to get pushed out. I need to sit there and like, hey, I'm getting, I'm getting, um, I'm getting influenced by this outside, outside, um, resources. Like, you know, like let's say, um, let's say, uh. I am working on um, waking up early, sitting there going in for um, a drill that's supposed to go happen. And uh, my external motivation for that is, you know what, get this done. At the end of the day, you know what, I'll get out early. My internal motivation for me is, hey, I'm going to crush this shit. I'm going to get this stuff done. And at the end of the day, I'm going to get more experience out of this. I'm going to sit there and do this because of me. Not because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I, I get to leave earlier and stuff like that. Or maybe, like, at the end of the day, like, it makes me look good. It gets my chief, chief's ta- tail wagon or some shit like that. I don't know. I'm going to do this for me. So, I try to uh, definitely try to go up, over and beyond when I try to do stuff. So I don't I want to make myself look good because of me, not because of everybody else. Um... But yeah, I don't know. This, it's kind of how, how I deal with shit. I mean, I feel like if I have the own way of dealing with stuff, you know, stuff like that. I mean, I, for me personally, the way I deal with it is, if I be if I'm in the bed and I t- and I and I say the, these words, I'm like, damn, I don't feel like going to the gym right now. Yeah. When I say that, when I say that phrase, those words, I get up. Because as soon as I say that, I'm telling myself, like, damn, man, you don't want to put in the work. Like, you really ain't serious about this stuff. Like, you a joke. Like, you, you just saying what you're just saying. Like, you say all this stuff, and it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You know? And that's when I get up, and it clicks in my head. And I'm like, you know what? Now, I'm going to get up and go to the gym. I get up 4.30 in the morning. I go to the gym at 5. You know? Same thing with this podcast. Like, I was telling myself, I'm going to do this Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And it'd be days when I'm like, damn, 
rather do this damn thing. I'd rather, I'd rather just take a nap. And as soon as I say that, nope, I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's some days that I have. And the other days, like I said, like I get up and I write notes and I research what I'm talking about and stuff like that. I love reaching out to people. Like I said, like reaching out to you, do an interview and everything and other people like for motivation and stuff and even tips on like being an entrepreneur and what they need to know, like mindset wise and like information, like technical stuff as well. So like, I mean, that's how I do. That's how I deal with it. You know, being an entrepreneur, they say it's one of the most stressful things for like any other job because you're dealing with so much. You're dealing with opening the business. You have to handle all the stuff in between. If you got an LLC, you got to manage that, the finances, the marketing, your craft, all this stuff. And it's so much stress to a point to where like, man, I don't feel like doing all this stuff. Yeah. Like, it's, it's too much on me. Yeah, but it feels like, well, yeah. Yeah, and like you, you see that and then you have your main job and you like, and then you don't like the job that you're going to sometimes. And it's like, damn, this is overwhelming. Like, and then, then to me, that's when patience come in. You know, you start getting impatient. You be like, damn, this shit got to go. This, this shit got to like blow. And if people don't understand, like it takes time. You run a marathon in this world. It's not no sprint, man. Yeah. Because once you sprint, you're out. You're done with, you gassed out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Marathon, you running how many miles? 5K, 10K, 15, anything like. And that's what it is Like you want to do for the long run. Um. And like you said, like having that mindset and doing so, like your mind has to be prepared for it. Yeah. And that's why I want to do this interview with mental toughness because you have to be tough when you go through a marathon. A lot of people when you go through a marathon, they train, they run like constantly. Yeah. You know, they shin sprints. We got shin splints. I never had shin splints on. Oh yeah, I know all about shin splints. <laughs> right. I for, for the long, I never had those though, man. I, I'm like, what shin splints? I never had them. Like, I was like wondering, what are they? You know? But you know, dealing with that shit, dealing with like preparation, meal prep, knowing when to work out, you know, knowing when to get up in the morning to do your whatever run, five mile run, 10, 10 mile run. This, this and the consistency behind it, yeah. like that takes mental toughness because you got to keep on doing it. You got this consistency. You got the consistency is mental toughness. You got to keep on doing it. Train yourself to think this way. I'm gonna do it. I see it. Like you, it's not seen to believe it. It's believe it to see it now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, it, I think it plays a, a major key. Like I said, when running the business. When trying to start something up, you got to have that. It's gonna be people on your social media that gonna say the negative shit about you. That's that's a big thing. You gotta you gotta, you gotta prepare for everything before you do anything. Like you gotta be a check check your gear. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Before you, the next day, before the day starts, make sure you prepare for the day that had. You know what I'm saying? Basically, exactly how you said. You want you want to be organized. You want to sit there and be able to take everything that's about to come at you you want to be able to sit there and see it before it comes at you say playing a game of chess you want to sit there and see three steps before you actually get to it you don't want to sit there and just come out there and be like all right guns blazing and then hope for the best and it's not gonna work for you it never does i mean if it does you're lucky and that's <laughs> luck isn't a real thing man that's hell it. no man lot, you know you ain't the only person that said that a lot of people are saying that man like luck is it's no such thing like that word is like some people I heard they never they don't like the word luck yeah you know cause it's like how is it luck it just meant to be yeah you know what I'm saying like it's just 
you you came in at the right time at the right place. That's all it is. There's no luck behind it. Mm-hmm. There's no luck when somebody do something, they find a trend, and they all of a sudden they explode. You know, it's it's so, no, it's you just hit it right. You just hit it on the head. Like it's a word to sit there and make sure that everybody else is like, hey, you know what? That explains it. It was lucky. That's how I look at it. It's like, it's just another word to explain it. There's a lot of other things out there that they use to sit there and explain other things that can't be proven. That's one of them. Luck is a, just a fill-in word. Just like a fill-in episode, fill-in anything. It's, yeah. It is what it is. That's facts. I, my opinion, I, I feel like saying the word lucky is like downplaying somebody's ethic, work ethic, or their, their intelligence, I feel like, because Say for example, you came up with an idea, like your audio book, right? And your audio book explodes, like it just goes everywhere. Everybody, like, damn, this man recording right? He good, bro? Like, spend some truth out this motherfucker, like. Then then all oh, somebody, oh man, it's just luck. So I, when you say when somebody say you lucky that you hit, I'm like, yo, so you. Mean, so now you saying all that hard work I put in behind it, all the time I read, I read all these books. You downplay my intelligence. That's how I feel like how it is. It's like you downplay my intelligence. Yeah. Like I'm so I'm lucky to be able to have a book. Oh no, no, I'm lucky to be able to read. Or I'm, I'm no, I'm lucky to be able to type. Or I'm lucky to even be in my right mind. That's what you're trying to say? Yeah. You know, I just feel like it's a, it's a it's downgrades like a person. Like it just saying it's a slap in the face. Like yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how I, that's how I take being lucky is. That's what I I never I never say. I said it before and like, but then well, I actually like hear it and everything. I'm like, damn, it's like when you say I'm lucky or you're lucky, it's like you, everything they put behind it, every all that effort, the process, everything they did to struggle behind it. Because it's not like they just did that shit overnight. Literally, they just went through a struggle, and then when they went through the struggle, and then something finally, that one thing finally worked, it caught on. They blew up. You know what I'm saying? Because they put in the time and the effort, and they know what the hell they're talking about. Now you just sitting there saying, "Oh man, he he, he lucky to say this." Uh, you basically saying, "Oh, he just he know how to read, or not know how to read, but he he he." he it's, it's the just, audacity of reading or some yeah, shit. I don't know. It's just ignorant people saying ignorant shit. That's all it is. And ignorant ignorance is that's another word too, man. That's people think when you, I I tell people I'm like I'm ignorant to this. What? Like. Yeah, I'm ignorant. Look in the dictionary. Not having the knowledge of a certain subject. That's basically what it is. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Therefore, I'm ignorant to it. Yeah. But I'm willing to learn to know about it. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. People take it as a, like, in context, a bad word. A bad way of saying that you're stupid. Yeah. No, it's not. In the dictionary, it literally says the knowledge, the lack of knowledge of a certain thing. That's all it is. You're gonna be ignorant to a lot of stuff, you know. When my son comes in the world, he's gonna be ignorant because he don't know nothing about it. But I'm not saying because he's dumb. I'm saying because he literally don't know what's, what what a, a desk is or his ABCs. Because he's still young, he's got to learn to know this stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, please get out of that shit, please, man. That's that's another thing. Mr. Tunnel, I feel like Mr. Tunnel, you have to get out of that mindset of the pride of you think you know everything. And admit that you're ignorant to certain things. Yeah. And it's humbling you're... yourself, basically. Yeah, man. You gotta, you gotta have yourself a, a, a certain uh, set of core values. Humble 
being humble should be part of your core values. Obviously, everybody else has different core values, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's the main one. Humble yourself. Like, hey, you don't know everything. Everybody else is a teacher. You're never done learning. You can always yes. learn more. And that's a big thing about it is like, you know, when you're sitting there trying to, you know, be stronger mentally, fucking physically, anything else, you want to sit there and be better at your job or anything like that, you should have a certain core, a few core values to sit there and get all that shit done. So then humble yourself, you know, know that you always have more to learn. So there have some, you know, uh, perseverance, perseverance is a good core value, you know. You always sitting there trying to do better. You're sitting there, hey, the going gets tough, you get going. That's it. You're just sitting there always trying to do more. Man, like, you always want to be committed. You always want to sit there and be decisive. You want to sit there and make sure that every single thing that you do is in your control. Because it is. It's not, and there's nothing out there that sits there and tells you, hey, you can't, can or cannot do this. It's mentally you sitting there, sitting there putting up roadblocks saying you can't do it. You can do it doesn't matter what it is. You can sit there and fuck. Like, you see people do it all the time. Like, fucking people go from nothing to something. And they blow up. Even if they weren't trying to blow up. They were just... They, they did it because, you know what? They sit there and put their minds to it. They actually got done and, and did it. That's it. That's all it is to it. It's just you actually putting your mind to it. Then the day, it's on you. You have to sit there and rewire your fucking brain to sit there and tell you, hey, positive self-talk. You, 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 most people sit there and put themselves down for stupid shit. Like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna go do this, but uh, they get that but um, word in there, or I don't know if I can do that. I don't, I don't know. They get that, uh, you know, like sensation, or like, but maybe I should do this another day, or uh, I don't know if I can do that, or they put it off. Always, their mental, their own mental blocks them, and they sit there and say like, they use external things to sit there and actually change the stuff that's internally instead nice. of you switch around where you can be like internally like hey I can switch up some words so then be like I can I will I'll I'm doing so then make it seem like you're already doing it in your brain and then just do it or you know what if you can't if you that's the that's the best part to do it because if you do it the other way which is basically just doing it most people can't do that it's just it's hard something blocks them before they get to that point They're like uh well, actually, this is going to stop me. That is going to stop me. I can't do this because you know, I got bills to pay next week, all stuff, or I have to go here later, even though you have about like an hour in between those. Like, you can do a little bit here and there. It doesn't matter. Something's better than nothing. That's why I feel like people don't really, don't really get that all the time. Nowadays, it's just they complain about it instead of actually doing it. And I fucking hate that. I, I, I see that all the time when people sit there and be like, you know what? Like, uh, that's impossible. I'm like, why? You're like, well, I, I can't do that. You can't or you're not trying because that's two different things. You can if, just fucking try. Try doing it. Try doing it without complaining. Try doing it when it hurts. Push past it because pain is just a fucking way to sit there and tell you like, hey, there's something here that's actually working. Even if it's mental pain or physical pain, Mental pain is just a like, like with everything else, failures come up. You use them as um, experience. Pain you use it as experience. Hey, I know that I can withstand this much pain. Next time, I'm gonna try a little bit more. Before then, after that, you're gonna sit there and get to a tolerance where you're doing way more than you were before. And 
I, I agree with you because I understand now. I understand the weightlifting. Yeah, do it to failure. Yep. Because once you do it to failure, what's gonna happen? Once you do it to failure, the next time you go and lift weights and stuff, you the same weight that you were doing that you did the failure last workout. Like, oh shit, I can do more. I can exactly. go heavier. Yep. And you do that to failure, and you keep on going. And that's what a lot of that's I be saying on my on my fucking um podcast. Like, yo, failure is the definition of success. That's all it is. Success and it should be in the dictionary. Success, the definition should be failure. Yep. Period. Like that's the only way you're gonna get success if you fail. I think Will Smith said, "Fail, something like fail often, something like that. Fail all the time. It's something, it's like something he said. I can't remember word for word, but basically he was saying like failure, like is the key to success. Like that's all it is. It's just failure to like mistakes, like that you learn from, and that failure either you can turn that failure into either you can be down about it." Or you can just turn that that loss that you have into a lesson. You have wins and lessons. Not wins and losses, wins and lessons. That's how I see it now. Oh yeah. And I mean, a lot of people like like you were saying with the um the mindset of going to do it. Like I have a problem with <laughs> I sit there and say, man, uh tomorrow I got the I got like okay in the morning. I got to get up in the morning. I get up try to get up at like four thirty in the morning. I got to get up four thirty in the morning and do prepare for this shoot or whatever. I got to prepare, or I'm gonna work on my Instagram for my business or something like that. And every time I say that to myself, I don't do it. And it's crazy. Like I said, you just said like if you say it, you do it. But with me, it's opposite because I say it and all of a sudden I wake up at four thirty in the morning. I'm like snooze go back to sleep and I wake up three hours later you know so one thing I do and it's crazy and I, and I know it's crazy because I think I had people look at me when I do it I said man I got to go and I said man Mac shut the fuck up I tell myself shut the fuck up yeah. and do it yeah. I said literally I said yo shut the fuck up and just do it and I literally I get 4 30 in the morning and I go ahead and do it mm-hmm. so if I don't say it like you say if I don't say it at all then just do I'm good it's, it's, it's not crazy because I did the same thing before like before, when I had a rough time trying to wake up, I used to ask myself, "Why? Why can't you? Why? Why can't you wake up?" Like I, it, it's the same same concept, but different. You know what I'm saying? You, you mentally tell your, ask yourself, "Why?" And at a certain point, I stopped even asking myself why. I stopped doing it. I just, I just got up. There's a thing. I had to wake up. My alarm went off. I'd be like, "Ah, oh, shit, man. I fucking don't want to wake up." Get myself up, and then about while I'm getting dressed, two minutes later. I feel a lot more awake than I did when I was laying in my bed. I feel a lot better. I'm like, all right, time to get the day started. Even though I can make myself a cup of coffee, make it even better, and I still think get shit done. Like, if you think of it as like, you know, a, a good, a good concept that I've learned, it doesn't really apply to this, but I use it too. I use it for it because you always do the hardest things before you do the easier things. It's the best way to sit there and, and get stuff done. The hardest thing in the morning is getting up, right? Yeah. Fucking get up. Do little things. After that, start your day with a task complete. I fucking make my bed. Read a book on that. It's called Make My Bed. It's by Navy SEAL. I'm sure a few people have fucking read that that book. It's pretty good. It's a little short story. It's like a speech for him. But the first thing I do every day is make my bed. After that, I feel good. I, made, I did something today already. Everything's done. I go to crush other things. I try to sit there and I fucking organize everything. I sit there and look, uh, um, make sure 
It depends on what people do. I'm doing it off of my Navy standards. The other persons, let me make it easier for everybody else. I look to see what um, tasks I have, I have up at hand. Like, hey, I want to get this done. I write it down. I organize it real quick. Have it like a little box next to it so I can check it off once I did it. So then give myself a set of goals for the day. I have a small set of goals for the day. I have a small set of goals for the week. And I have a set, small set of goals for the near future, for the next month or the month after. Things I want to get done pretty soon. And that's all short-term goals. Year-long ones are different. And uh, I'll have stuff that I want to sit there and get done too. But the ones I'm focused on are the daily ones. I get that stuff done first. Get that stuff done. I feel good. I'm checking my box for the week. Bing, bang, boom. Knocks that out. I try to get... I try to get in the mindset is you eat dinner before dessert, right? You want to do the harder things first before you do the easier things. It makes the whole day easier. Because if you're sitting there doing all the easy stuff in the um, day, you're dreading the stuff later on. You keep pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. And then at the end of the day, you're like, I can do that tomorrow. It sucks. You do the hard stuff first, do the easy stuff later, and you have all the free time to do whatever the fuck you want. It's easy stuff. You wake yourself up and be like, all right. It sucks. I have to wake up to get to this job that most likely I fucking hate, which you, you're the only person who puts you in that position. You can always get a different job. You can always get yourself in a different position that you want to do. Well, in our case. In our case, it's a little bit different. You signed a fucking contract. Yeah. <laughs> but for people who are civilians and stuff, yeah, it, you, you don't even sign a contract. Get another job that you like. Don't sit there and switch a bunch of jobs because obviously it doesn't look good on your fucking resume, but. Here or there, it doesn't matter. I, I, I want to say this too. Uh, I mean, we don't hate our job, man. It, it'd be just, you know, example of, you know, people that just are not forced. I ain't gonna say forced. Just, yeah, we, we sign a contract. Like you said, we sign a contract and we good, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no reason to say that. Like, I love my job. It's in this Navy. It's, it has nothing to do with that. It's just the yeah. point that you sign a contract, you don't have the choice to change. Um, uh, change jobs is the point that I'm trying to make. That's what I'm just trying to yeah. say. But either way, <laughs> um, you you get what you put out. You know what I'm saying? You 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 basically if you want if you want to work the job that you're sitting there working, you get as much as you put in. You don't like it, change the jobs. That's it. You sit there and do the hardest things first in the beginning of the day. The easier stuff will be able to be done later on the day. But you want to make sure that in the beginning of the day, get the fuck out of your rack. Get the fuck out of your bed. Just roll out, sit there and get on your clothes. By the time you get to where you need to go, have your cup of coffee, make yourself some breakfast, whatever you need to do, go eat breakfast, any of that stuff, you'll feel fine. Everything's good. And you'll notice like, hey, it wasn't that bad as I made it to be when I was trying to get out of my fucking uh, bed that morning. Everything seems a lot worse in the beginning until you have some time to reflect on it. Reflection is a big part of it. You want to sit there and like get stuff done. At the time, it seems shitty. You're like, hey, I don't want to do this. This sucks. You give yourself a little bit of time to reflect, you know, and actually, you know, see the bigger picture. You know, let it brighten your horizons. You're like, that wasn't really that bad. It has to do with the same thing with like going through any kind of spec work community. You sit there and have to do all this fucking shit they make you do. Just sit and do put out days and all this other shit. It's like, hey, you need to sit there and fucking 
run 10 miles today, fucking five, 10 miles, whatever. And then do like uh, such and such push-ups, uh, sit-ups, pull-ups, um, flutter kicks, all the good stuff. It all sounds like it sucks at the time. But physically, it makes you better later on. You're going to sit there and feel better later on. At the time, it sucks because you're like, oh my God, I'm fucking dying. My muscles are hurting. I'm tearing. This sucks. I wish I was somewhere else. All that good stuff. Mentally, you should be thinking just five more, just two more, just one more. I'm done. That's it. There's not, there's no more unless something else fucks up, obviously, then you're going to be doing more. <laughs> but <laughs> in other case, most of the time you just be counting down to like, Hey, let's say you're running a, like a 10 mile, 10 mile run. You have, you don't count by like, Oh my God, after this, I'm done. You count by what's in front of you. Like, Hey, Oh, well, I just passed this. Let's say you're running down the street. There's a light post like, Oh, there's 20 light posts down there. All right. You're running, you're running 19 left. 18 left, 17 left, come down, now you're down, three left, two left, one left, bam, you're done. You can't buy stuff like little things. All I have to do is get to here. I have to get to here. And especially for people who are are going through stuff in their life. Like mentally, you know what? You feel like you can't go on anymore. You're having a hard time with stuff. Find something to keep you going just a little bit longer. Because once you keep going, you'll start noticing that even at your lowest low, there's always something to get you up higher. Like you, you, after you go so low, you, you, the only place to go is hop. That's what everybody always says, right? If you actually practice that, like let's say, um, and I have myself is gone through a, a time where I've been at my lowest low, and uh, and a lot of people have, and you just need to know that if you just push on a little bit farther just one more day two more days one more week two more weeks a month and you just notice that hey you know what the time that I was feeling at my lowest low it changed it got it got better after that like things happen you know you do stuff for yourself you sit there and focus on yourself and that's the biggest part is like I decided to change around focus on myself then other things around me I changed my my center of locus like then um to my internal self than external sitting there blaming everything on myself was a big thing I did but I used that as a motivation to change that and mentally that toughened me up to be like you know what I've been there and I've been at my lowest low and this isn't that bad I fucking done I've done fucking let's say for a PRT um, a physical test in the Navy. They make you do X amount. You can only get like, um, well, you can't only, but you can get as much as you need. But most people sit there and cheat. I'm not gonna lie. They fucking, you know, have somebody else count from. I don't like that. I'll sit there and pump out mine because you know what? I've done a hundred or and or more push-ups in a PRT. I know I can do that much. If I don't, I'm not gonna let them lie for me. I'm like, yo, hey, no, I got only 80 this time. That sucks, but you know it still looks good to me and my my mental self. Like I, I feel better about myself that and all that I'm taking credit for the stuff I've done. I know I can do better and I will do better. I know at a point, at some point, I was only able to do like maybe 20, but later on I went through the toughness, like the the heartache of sitting there trying to actually get improved and everything, and it, it sucked. I felt like I wanted to 
quit whatever I was doing at the time because it sucked. It made me feel pain or anything like that, but I persevered. And at the end of the day, it made me feel like a better person once I actually went back and looked at it. I'm like, hey, you know what? I'd done this when I didn't think I could. And now I'm a better person for it. Like, it's not something I hope it happens overnight. It fucking never happens overnight. It sucks. And you will feel that for like a week, two weeks, three weeks, however long you're there. It's going to suck. As soon as you like, you get to a point where it's not suck anymore and you feel good about yourself, you're going to be like, wow, why was I complaining about that? That actually wasn't that bad. Like, I can still do that. You'll sit there and do the same amount that you were doing then. That made you feel like shit. But it's easier on your brain because you know what? You already went through it. You, you, you persevered. You got better out of it. You're, you built that callus in your brain like um, you were saying earlier. And you're a better person for it, basically. You, you did not try. You did. All right? And you got as far as you could. And maybe, you know, not everybody, not everybody can sit there and, you know, go the whole mile. But at the end of the day, you just, you fall, you get back up, and you try again. Well, we're getting close to the end right now. Um, got some good, got some great tips. And at the end of it, I'm going to try to give, uh, I'm going to try to start to do something new. So, like, anybody I interview, I'm trying to do, like, three questions. Oh, no, what? No, I ain't going to do that. questions. You know, give me, give me three things, three final tips. For our, for our audience, for the listeners that we have right now, what would be three final things that you would like to give to them? That you know, as you know, like I say, entrepreneur-wise, that I feel like they should they should literally have because people think, okay, entrepreneur, you need to own the business, you need to do the technical stuff. Yeah, I understand that. Yes, yeah, true, but at the same time, you need to have that mental toughness because it's going to be times where you're going to be depressed. It's going to be times where you don't feel like getting up be times where you you lose yourself in all the clutter that you have with your business and stuff like that you know so along with be, have information you should also have the motivation to continue to do stuff the motivation to um to to push yourself to the next level yeah so what will be the last like three tips you would give somebody uh My, my three tips would be uh, definitely humble yourself. You know, you don't know everything. You got to definitely always sit there and use everybody around you as a, as a teacher, someone who can actually train you. Like, you, don't, you don't know everything. Don't act like you know everything. It's not going to make you look better. It's not going to make you feel better. At the end of the day, you don't know shit. That's the only thing you need to know. You, like, you don't know anything. Everybody around you is a teacher. Humble yourself. You know, you can always learn more. Um, next one would be control. Control your life. Control everything else around you. It's your life. You control it. It's not anything out there. It's not fucking um, sitting there influencing it. It's only what you're doing. There's no supernatural shit that's influencing your stuff. It's you. At the end of the day, only what you decide, how much you put in, how much, um, how much attitude yours is, like what your attitude is. Like, that's what really af- affects what you put out, you know? What you put in is what you get out. The maximum effort times the maximum uh, 
intensity equals the maximum output that you get the most the most you get out of it you know what I'm saying uh, the last one would probably be accountability say that again accountability <laughs> suck it the fuck up alright you are the only reason why you're there that's it you are the only reason why you're not going anyplace you are the only reason why you are going somewhere you are the, that reason. That's it. Account for every action that you take. You fucked up. You smashed into someone else's car. You did a car accident. That was your fault. It's not this other person's fault because they slammed on their brakes. Your fault because you're riding them too close. Take accountability. Sit there and take the time to sit there and actually be a better person. Don't blame everything around you. Sit there and be that person. Don't sit there and be like, hey, you know what? I wasn't able to do this because this person did that. No. Your center of control is everything inside of you, right? You control everything. It's you, not everybody else. Most people get that little mindset that everything else around them is the reason why they're, they're in the, the rut that they're in. It's not. It's because they put themselves in there. The way that they're thinking. They're not sitting there mentally giving themselves some positive self-talk. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I will do this, is what they need to be saying. I will be doing this. I am doing this. That's what they need to do. Switching everything with I can't or I won't with I am and I will will sit there and change up a lot of stuff in their in their their mentality. I'm going to wake up in the morning and get this stuff done. When they wake up in the morning, they roll themselves out of the bed. Even though they don't fucking want to, they start doing it. Make it a habit. Change things that are, that are bad habits into good habits by just doing for a long period of time. Do it for a few weeks. See how it changes your life. I wake every, up every morning. I feel like shit. I can be hangover, hungover from the night before. As I have a lot of nights I am like that. But I roll out of bed. I sit there and get my cup of coffee. Sit there and change. Sit there and do whatever I need to do in the mornings. By the time I'm driving to work, you know what? I'm tired, but I don't feel like shit. I'm up. I'm going. I'm on time. I'm good. I do stuff I need to do because, you know what? It's not going to help me sitting there giving everything excuses. I don't give myself excuses. I give myself, I I leave myself accountable for every action I do. I make sure that if I get in trouble, it's my fault, not anybody else's. Anything like that. Obviously, I don't get in trouble that much, you know, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now if I did, but that's only because I keep myself accountable. I I know what I'm doing. You know what, if I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it to 100. But also, I make sure I'm picking the right right path I'm going. I try to prepare before I'm, I'm going to get there. You know, um, it kind of ties in with uh, with leadership, you know. You know, uh, a good leader doesn't, uh, you know, a good leader navigates, you know. They don't, they, they plot the course. They take the time to actually plot the course. They don't just, you know go out there and, and just organically just start trying to leave shit. And no one's like that. They go out there time to prepare and stuff. A good leader navigates. You know? That's how I look at it. You have to sit there and prepare for all this stuff. And uh, basically, those three things, accountability, control, and being humble is where I would, I would leave it. It's, it's a good good thing for to start off with mental toughness. Mental toughness will come to you if you just, you know, put out, suck it the fuck up, and 
you know, put your, eat your dinner before your dessert, basically. You know, yeah. Do the hardest thing first, and then the easy stuff later. So like I said, words from Corey Wright, you know what I'm saying? Again, uh, crypto technician, uh, star swimmer. Um, like I said, also he was part of the buds process as well, becoming uh, a Navy SEAL. And he took away his experience that he went through. And, you know, it's tough, like I told you before, like, I, the topic of the toughness, he came up with a topic. And it's a great topic as well, because I feel like that's what people need, especially on a business. And not even on a business, just in general. With life, I mean, you can use this with on the business and with, you know, personal life and everything. So take heed to these words, man. Like, really, really listen to what, you know, your inner self, you know, uh, like he said, control, you know, be humble and take account of everything that you need. You know, take account of everything. Blame yourself everything. Weather, even if the weather, blame yourself because of the weather, you know. Because at the end of the day, once you take accountability, you will feel much better about it because now when good stuff good stuff starting to happen, you'll be more grateful because you took accountability of all this the all the struggles that you've been through and everything. Because you know you went once you account for the struggles, you know, okay, I went through all this hardship. Now I got the positive, of, you know, the positive out of it and everything. Now you feel much, way better when something good happens in your life. Because you know how hard you work for it. So, again, thank you for listening. Um, my next podcast, I'm going to try to get more value. Um, show you the next process that I did after I did my LLC. I'm going to try to interview if I had said in my last podcast you know, you either go through the process of asking questions to an attorney about starting um, if, you know your business in the area that you're running in uh, what questions that you need to ask uh, information that you need to gather and stuff uh, so till next time um, next episode will probably be next Monday and I'll talk to you then again thank you Corey for joining this interview, you know, interview. Um, really love the words, the wisdom and everything, everybody. You gave some.